Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Alicia Shanice Reviews. I am your host, it's your girl Shanice, coming back at you with another podcast. We are on episode 200 today, so we're going to do a recap and a couple other different things. If you don't mind kicking it with me for a minute, um, 200 episodes, we in the game. I mean, we, we going strong and I appreciate your support. If you are new to the platform, welcome, welcome, welcome. Please share, tell a friend to tell a friend. Today's topic, we will be covering a 50 Cent's new show, Hip Hop Homicides. I'm going to cover the first two episodes. It does air each week on WETV. Um, the first episode was about Pop Smoke, and the next one was King Von. So we're going to talk some Hip Hop Homicides. I'm going to talk a little bit about Black Panther 2, just a short recap of what I thought about the film. And um, we're going to talk. We're just going to kick it. So, um, Big Sky returns this week. Make sure you guys check that out, and I'll do my recap on that. No BMF this week. I'm going to um, double it up. The episodes are so short. I'm just going to do two at a time. So I'll do uh, BMF um, next sun- this Sunday coming up. I'll do the episode that comes on Sunday and the one that came on last Sunday. And I'm going to drop my um, Surviving El Chapo recap tomorrow. Um, I see you guys been liking that. You know I love Narcos Talk. So I'm going to drop that tomorrow. And that'll be um, a three-episode breakdown because I'm doubling those up too. By it's a podcast. I'm not going to do each episode one by one. So um, I did the first three. Now I'm going to do the next three. And then um, I might do the next two next week. I'm really loving that. So I hope you guys are checking out that Surviving El Chapo. And you guys know if you have any recap requests, you can always hit me up. And... I'll get your recap out. Um, it could be a TV show, a movie, a docu-series, a music album. Just uh, hit me up and give me about a week to get back to you. I do want to apologize because I was going through a couple of my old emails that I had never looked at. And I seen I had some recap requests. So I tried to email um, everyone back. And I'm sorry that I'm late. It's just been a lot going on. But um sometime I I didn't see the emails I I just seen some of them and they were kind of old but I tried to make sure I got back to everybody so if you have any recap requests if I didn't answer you I promise it wasn't intentional um I seen the time the ones that I didn't get it was around the time when I was wrapping up the book so I had a lot going on so I do want to apologize about that but you can always hit me up on social media Facebook is Alicia Shanice Instagram Alicia Shanice reviews and Email is aliciashaniceReviews13 at gmail.com. And don't forget, I made some music playlists. They're exclusively on Spotify. All you have to do is type in Shanice Loves, and it'll if you click on a picture profile, it'll take you to the rest of them. I have every genre, you know what I'm saying, because your girl got some long-range music ears. I had planned on doing a 200th episode um, talking about music, but I'm a little bit behind. Um, it's been a lot going on, so... I'm going to try to, um, we're going to play a, a little music, but I want to talk this hip hop homicides and a little bit Black Panther. So um, it will be some spoilers, not too many spoilers about Black Panther if you guys haven't seen it. Um, just my overall thoughts. So on that note, let's get into the show and happy 200th episode. And if you've been supporting me since day one, I want to say thank you. It means the world to me. And um, if you're new, welcome, and I hope you enjoy. And um, check out my prior episodes where I covered everything, um, Power Universe, um, Narcos, Snowfall, and um, movies as well. So if you guys are new, welcome. Please share, tell a friend, and tell a friend. And if you have anything you want me to um, review, let me know. I do plan on... um, reviewing crown but i'm probably going to be a couple weeks behind i know they just released the season three and i really do like that episode um that series that airs on netflix about the royal family i I enjoy it so i will be recapping that but it's probably going to be a few weeks down the line but we will recap crown dead to me is about to come back out that's on netflix as well i'm going to recap that as well So on that note, let's get into the show and let's talk hip-hop homicides and a little Black Panther. 
need is one mic. I did have a pretty busy weekend. Um, I was able to go to the movie theater and see um, Black Panther. I am team Marvel over here. I love me some Marvel. My favorite Avenger is actually Thor. And that was so disappointing because uh, Thor Love and Thunder, I was not a big fan of. My favorite Thor movie is Thor Ragnarok. We'll have to get a review on, on that one day. But that's my favorite Thor. Um, some of my favorite Avenger movies, of course, is um, Black Panther. Um, <clears throat> I love Captain America, uh, Winter Soldier. Um, Thor Ragnarok is just hilarious. I love that movie. And of course, I love Infinity War. And I'm not going to put on an Oscar Award performance like I am a comic book nerd i'm not <laughs> so a lot of times i might go to my brother for certain things or check out other people recap reviews as well because i check out other reviews as well and um i actually got into the marvel universe um when infinity war came out me and my daughter went to go see it and i just fell in love with it and went home and you know um binge watched all of them and got the disney app after when it came out and uh watched all of them one of my uh one of the series that I really enjoyed was uh Agent Pe Peggy Carter and it went back into like the 40s and it had you know life after Captain America and it showed um Tony Stark's father so that one was really really good so I do love Marvel I watched the Marvel shows I really enjoyed um WandaVision I started off slow but once it picked up I couldn't stop watching it i loved it um captain america i mean i'm sorry falcon and um winter soldier he has the the shield but he hasn't became captain america yet but i did enjoy um falcon and the winter soldier so yeah i, I enjoy marvel marvel but growing up i wasn't into marvel i was in the age era I grew up in, it was all about Batman for me and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles <laughs> for my age era. I wasn't all into the uh, Marvel Universe or um, even Spider-Man. It used to come on on Saturday mornings, but I was always into the Batman. I seen all the Batman movies. That was um, one of my favorites. And um, I used to be obsessed with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles so I had to see all those movies back in the day but uh, when Infinity War came out I enjoyed that movie so much that I just went and binge watched everything of course growing up I, I watched you know here and there I just wasn't all into it and I didn't I didn't used to get all the comic books so now when I want to go know something I will check out other people reviews uh and I asked my brother because he knows it all <laughs> when it comes to the comic books um but as far as Black Panther I, I think they did a, a good job I enjoyed it um I, I seen other people's reviews on it and I understood it um I understood it was a great movie for people like myself who are you know not uh about the comics you know when, you, when you're a comic book that's your genre that's what you know you know so you take it serious so when they don't keep it true to the form to the comic books and change stuff up um I get why some people were upset um I do agree when they say it was missing a little bit of masculine energy that's a whole nother story <laughs> um a lot of uh today's shows are trying to go with today's social issues and put them into newer movies or, or shows. And I, and I get that. Some people just wanted to stay true to form. Like if you're a comic book head, you wanted to stay true to the comics, you, you know? So for people like me, who's not all into the comic world, 
I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the um, tribute to Chad with Bozeman. Um, but I have to say, um, it was emotional. And um, I have to say, they, they did a, a fantastic job. Um, I seen some people saying that Siri became Black Panther too easy. Um, one thing that made me enjoy it thoroughly is when they introduced the character of Nomar, who um, was really big in the Black um, Black Panther series version of the comic books, for what my brother was telling me and other reviews I was watching. But one reason I enjoyed the Nomar's character is because... Um, <laughs> I'm a narcos head. So that was the guy who played in narcos Mexico. So as soon as I seen him, I'm like, okay, I like him. <laughs> but um, they did a very uh, beautiful tribute to um, Chadwick Boseman. But I, um, you know, it, it just was so much story there. It's like um, with his untimely demise, nobody was expecting that. And he became Black Panther. I, I felt the position they were in where it was hard to replace him. And whoever they would have got, they would have got heavy critiqued, a lot of judgment. Um, so I think they did good with what they could do good with. Um, I do think it should have been a little bit of more male energy in there. <laughs> um, I, I understand that too, you know, from the the comic books size and the comic nerds who, who just love the, you know, they, they love it, you know, and they wanted to keep it true to form. Um, and, you know, don't bring today's social issues into the movies, like keep it true to form. Like I get that, you know, so I thought they did a wonderful job, but I also, agree with some of the critiques that I heard from other uh, reviews and they're all out there. Um, I checked out Lamont Tyson's. He has a YouTube channel. Um, he does really great reviews as well. And I listened to his panel um, and a few others. I listened to Loopers. They have a YouTube channel. And, you know, I agree with a lot of their critiques as well. But for the most part, I, I did leave out there like this was a really good movie. Um, but I, I felt that I wasn't a big fan of the Riri character. She kind of was a little over the top that character was I know um they said in the comic book she's supposed to be smarter than Iron Man um so we'll see I think they did the best they could do with what they had um I thought Lapita did amazing I thought Angela Bassett did amazing as well um I was disappointed that they killed her off um but, you know, for the most part, it was pretty good. It felt good seeing Killmonger back in the, in the series. But, yeah, I love Marvel. I'm into it. I have the Disney app, so I watch all of the shows. So that was just my brief, brief recap on that. I think they did good with what they had to work with. I I, I don't think that they should have left it at Black Panther 1. Um, I think as time goes by, hopefully... Um, they can continue it on because there's so much story there with Black Panther. So they don't, I don't think they should just end it. Um, I know they're in phase three now, so I'm hoping they continue it on. But I, I did enjoy the movie, um, but I heard a lot of critiques about it and I can agree with some of their stance as well. So um, that was just my brief recap. I enjoyed a nice family day um, going to the movies with my family watching that. Um, so we're going to uh, dive off into this hip hop homicides talk. And um one reason why I'm a little late recapping this show is because I told you guys before I just lost a cousin um, to gun violence. I had played um, his song on my BMF recap, and I'm going to play it again on this one. So it was just just too much of the homicide talks, rappers, you know, it's just so much. And then we lost Takeoff. Um, and I was able, I was blessed to be able to attend his funeral service so I did go to um take off from the Migos his funeral service um it was a very 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 beautiful ceremony and being there it just made me realize about how genuinely he was and how nice he was and this was just a senseless murder now I'm not going to get off into the politics of his murder it's already is enough of YouTube and um clubhouse investigators already like you got the internet trying to solve a crime and they just do too much they put out these crazy ass conspiracy theories and sometimes they just need to shut the fuck up like i'm just serious like 
you have these people who be trying to solve the crimes like well they did this and they did this and, and you know this 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 you got gangsters on the damn youtube trying to solve crimes i don't understand what world we live in today but rest in peace to take off who just seemed like a very genuine nice guy and very 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 talented his funeral was very emotional they opened up the doors um i live in atlanta so that's how i was able to go so um if you lived in atlanta you could attend and i was blessed to go um they had the performance by justin bieber um chloe bailey who did amazing yolanda adams she sung um the battle with the lords oh my god when she sung that song it brought tears to my eyes um and just the um when people went up and did their speeches about what takeoff meant to them or told those stories, it was just really, really beautiful. And when uh, Quavo walked out, um, it, I, I just felt so bad for him. I felt so bad uh, for um, Offset when he walked in. I got to see him and Cardi B when they walked in, and when he went up and talked. And he broke down. I started crying. And you could just feel the emotion and the way that they talked about him. Um, I thought it was very disrespectful when some people leaked some of the footage because your phones were not supposed to be out. They actually had our phones locked up. But, you know, people find a way about it. And I just think it's disrespectful. Um, when we lost my cousin um, a few weeks ago, my aunt was not playing that. Um she was checking every little female who walked up to the casket like let me see your phone do not take no pictures I just think it's time you know if they were nice enough to open it up and let people come in you should respect the family's wishes if they didn't want it recorded and I seen some of the footage out there so um I thought that was disrespectful but it was a very very beautiful ceremony and my heart goes out to um takeoff's mother uh Quavo the whole um Migos um P um the whole QC family like it it was an unnecessary demise and it just brings tears to your eyes from even watching my aunt endure the pain that she's going through right now and watching a mother's pain when his mother spoke um and his little sister it's just very heartbreaking and then Everybody said how genuine he was and how the style, the cadence, he changed the game. And um, I had never um, really knew a lot about Takeoff. Um, but you guys know, I've told you before, I'm a hip hop head. So I one thing I do love is um, like I listen to a lot of Migos and stuff when I work out, but I had never really got, you know, off into their personal lives. I mean, of course, you know about the Quavo and Sweetie situations, the drama or high profile relationship with Offset and Cardi B. But Takeoff has always been laid back and not really said too much. But when they did Drink Champs, he opened up so much and you just got to see how much he loved hip hop and respected the game and paid homage. Like he was even talking about Nate Dogg, who was a legend, and you know, and he was a hip hop head. He was very, very talented and he was only 28 years old. So gone too soon. And, you know, now we have the show Hip Hop Homicides and it's just like we've lost so many we've lost so many so many mothers have buried their own children in their 20s it's just so heartbreaking and and right now um it just hits close to home so i just want to say um rest in peace take off and prayers to their whole entire family and label because you could tell with the whole p um the whole qc label you could just tell they were like a family um you could tell gucci man he was there he was really hurt you know, and they even said it in the Drink Champs interview, Gucci changed our lives. You know, our, um, I think Gucci had gave them um, what got them associated with P before he got locked up. And that was really big of him. And Gucci man doesn't get the credit that he deserves. Everybody always talks about Jeezy's transformation and how he did this and how he does all this. But to me, Gucci opened up the doors to a lot of the younger artists who we have today, even like Nicki Minaj, you know, so the Migos. Like he really changed his life around. I love him and his wife's relationship. To me, that's couple goals. She stood by him and he not only remains loyal to her, but they just show that whole power dynamic and show that nobody is perfect. But you can, if you decide to change your life around, you can. And look at Gucci, he is 
that the proof of that um but it was very very emotional it was very very sad but it was a very beautiful ceremony they spoke very highly of him um Quavo you can just tell they were they were like that was they were uncle and nephew but that was like his little brother you know his best friend everything and he even said it he was like you know I always felt like I was too young to be your uncle but I knew it was your uncle I knew I wanted your brother because your mom is my sister but now I realize what you were to me you were my angel and he just seemed like such a beautiful person so I did want to share that I did um was able to attend um his funeral um and that was a very beautiful ceremony so now we'll go ahead and talk about the show which is called hip-hop homicides um and the first episode was about Pop Smoke. And he died in February 19, 2020. He was born in 99. So he was very, very young. Very, very young. This was um, just a senseless murder. Uh, Pop was on his way. Unfortunately, I had never heard of him until he passed. Um, I'm more old school rap. Um I listen to a lot of 90s rap, but I do listen to like a lot of the Migos, the Pop Smokes, um, the 21s when I'm at the gym. I mean, or, or if I go, I go to a lot of lounges sometime in Atlanta. So, um, you know, the music be bumping here. <laughs> um, but I, I listened to it then, but I had I hadn't really never heard of Pop Smoke. And one day me and my daughter, we were in the car and we was playing this song. She was playing this song off her phone. You know, I hooked the phone up to the ox. So she had her phone hooked up. And I was like, who is this? You know, I was bouncing my head. So I'm like, this shit got her. <laughs> and um, she said it was Pop Smoke. And um, I knew his name was buzzing because he had just got murdered. And um, I started listening to his music and seeing how special he was. Um, Bashar Jackson. Uh, ironically he had the same last name as Curtis Jackson aka 50 Cent who was doing this show and who was like a mentor to him and he was bringing that Brooklyn drill to life and um, we see um, they tried to tie a lot of the the knots together and stating that it could have been a, um, a setup or was it possibly like they first they said it was a setup then they said it was gang related um and then we see it was a young woman there they show footage of her wrapped up in a cover um the day of the crime scene it ended up being a russian woman her name was amelia and um she was implementing that it could have been his best friend mike d who was involved so um they showed that at the beginning but then it got more into it we see his mom is in the series and that broke my heart, especially watching my aunt experience the pain she's experiencing right now. Um, and she just talked about the last time she seen him and how he walked out the house. That was very heartbreaking. Um, we see pop smoke meant a lot to 50 cent. And that's one thing about fifth. He embraces the young bulls. He embraces them for sure. He took a liking into him and he was like a mentor. And he does that for like Lil Meech, Michael Rainey Jr. Um, he did it for Soldier Boy back in the day, the baby. And one thing I know about Fifth, you can tell when he take a liking into somebody. Because when they tried the black ball, the baby, and you know, everything after what he did at Rolling Loud, uh, 50 Cent, every time the baby has something coming up, he'll make sure he promotes it off his Instagram even when I went to the BMF premiere last year, he brought him out. He did a song. He performed a few songs. So Fifth does show love to the young when he does embrace the youngins. So I do love that about him. And he was embracing Pop Smoke. You know, he was like, it was like a, watching a little younger him. He was talented, you know, and they even showed an old um, interview of um pop smoke just saying when he when he when he is in the presence of 50, he just listens. He takes it all in. So as the series went on and they're going around asking questions of uh, Van Lathan is, I felt where both the girl Amelia and Mike D was coming from, <clears throat> from not wanting to be in the camera. Um, for the girl, she's young. She's meeting a popular rapper. She thinks she's just going for his house for a good time and witnesses something traumatizing. And... <sighs> of course 
when stuff like this happens, the first thing you think is like, okay, she set him up. So when you have social media police, <laughs> they're different. I could see why she didn't want to be on camera. I'm not sure if she knew, I guess you could say street dudes persona or just dudes hood talk. You know, I'm not sure she knew the culture. I, I don't know. But the way how she kind of put the blame on Mike D was unfair. But she she was like, well, he was on his phone nonstop, like he was up to something. And I'm like, okay, that's not unusual. He's early 20s. They're on their phone. So that's not suspicious. You know, that doesn't make him set up his best friend. And then she said the way how he just cussed her out, like, bitch, what you calling? You know what I'm saying? that's how um street dudes talk <laughs> so like i said i'm not sure um she was i mean i don't know anything about her uh but maybe she just didn't know our culture uh maybe she don't know how you know street dudes talk but it just didn't sound unusual the way he was acting of course it might have sounded that way to her she's not familiar with being around this crowd but maybe that's how she took it so she implemented that he was acting weird and then you know you had social media saying oh he set him up he set him up he set him up and that could be a lot for a person as far as Mike D so I could understand him not wanting to be on the camera with everybody saying that you set up your best friend and then you got people who don't even fucking know you on social media what they're doing now with the takeoff situation being social media police and saying who had to do with this and who had to do with that and people don't know you know that could be traumatizing for Mike D you know he was in the house and his best friend was murdered so um I'm sure he was traumatized too it was his best friend. He was just murdered and he didn't know her. So he could have been thinking the same thing. Like you set us up. So I could understand both of them not wanting to be on camera for something like this. And it, it took a lot to even get them on camera. Um, around this time, it was a lot of home invasions going on in LA. Shit, it still is. Um, they just tried to rob Nas house this weekend while he was out promoting uh, King's Disease 3. Uh, shout out to Nas who is still doing his thing and a legend in the game while he was out promoting his album and he live in Calabasas out there they just uh, did a home invasion on him on his house but luckily he wasn't there so it has become dangerous we see um, both Mike D and Pop Smoke posted um, their locations on Instagram so it wasn't just Mike D it was Pop as well um, and that has to be a conversation as well. Put in your information on social media. I mean, of course, you're young. You want to just show your lifestyle. But right, the times that we are living in now, some people don't have it. Some people look at your lifestyle. It might be jealousy and it don't make it right. But you have to move smarter. But of course, at their young age, at Pop's young age, it might be when he was, you know, a few years, but a couple of years ago, he's still young. You don't think like that. At that age, you think you're fearless. When I go back to my 18, 19, 20, oh my God, I did some dumb shit. And it's just like I have to praise the God, praise God every day that He brought me this far. Cause when you're young, you you don't think. You know, you're you're all you're thinking about is having a good time. Uh, we see Glasses Malone was in there and he was saying, you know, basically talking about the LA politics. Glasses Malone is respected. Um in LA, um, I want to say Glasses Malone is a crew. Uh, but he was talking about the LA politics and uh, talking about the check-in stuff. Um, that's a whole nother topic for a whole nother topic when we get the checking in, talking that talk. Um, one, it, we'll cover it. But if you want to talk about checking in, they did a, a series on it. It's, it's on Hulu. Starring Depp Antney, Waka Flocka's mom, Bimmy, her brother, who was associated with the Supreme team, Big U from Rolling 60s, and Trick Trick from Detroit, Michigan, uh, Haitian Jack. It was about all of them, and they talked a lot about the check-in stuff. And it's called Hip Hop Uncovered. It's a three-part series, and it's on Hulu. And they go into how checking in came about. Um, that conversation has been brought up a lot 
Uh, some people call it friendly extortion, but it didn't start off that way. Um, but like I said, that that's a whole nother podcast when we talking to talking about checking in and, and stuff like that. Um, you can look at it all kind of ways, but I um, recommend you guys check out Hip Hop Uncovered. It's on Hulu and it it has some notorious people in there. I mean, Deb Etney, she wasn't no joke. Still ain't. Shout out to Deb Etney, um, Bimmy, um, Haitian Jack. So it goes into details about how the checking in, how all that started and what it was about and what ha- what it has come to today. And if you know anything about Detroit, you know about Trick Trick. So, um, you know, Glasses Malone was just saying that, you know, Pop hadn't checked in uh, and, and just talking about the politics of L.A. So they had to go through a lot to get Mike D on camera. And I don't blame him with the whole world thinking you set up your best friend. I wouldn't want to be on camera as well. The Internet is already vicious. So they had to talk to him. Um, They almost got him in there. But then they had to even go get 50 to talk to him and 50 got him on there. So after, you know, he gave his saying of what happened, they interviewed a detective who stated this seemed to just be a home invasion gone wrong Four teenagers who cut the life of a young, talented man and ruined his life. Um, they didn't, it didn't seem to be gang related. It seemed to be four teenagers who not only ruined their lives, but ruined a young, promising young black man's career, his life, broke his mother's heart, his family's heart, his fans' heart, a senseless ass murder, just gone too soon. So, um, Rest in peace to Pop Smoke. Um, I got off into his music after his passing, and um, I just see how talented he was. And then he was making it, you know, he was bringing New York back because, you know, the last few years, you know, I'm in Atlanta, so I really see it now. The South, when Andre 3000 said the South has something to say, the South has changed the game, especially Atlanta. But, you know, Pop coming up, he was that hot artist that was coming out of Brooklyn, you know, from New York, the mecca of, of hip hop. So, you know, they were they were looking forward to that, you know, and then just, just going too soon going too soon a senseless ass murder and just from watching it like I said I wasn't there I don't know the ins and outs I'm going from off of the show but it didn't look like the girl had anything to do with it it didn't look like Mike D had nothing to do with it it looked like just a fucking home invasion with four teenagers who ruined their lives and took this man's life for no reason and a very very talented young man so rest in peace to pop smoke now when we get to episode two we go to King Von. King Von was out of Chicago. So let's talk about episode two. But before we, we jump into uh, episode two, I do want to play one of um, the Pop Smoke songs that I play all the time. And this is for the night. <laughs> I'm real 
I'm rich, but I'm riding on low on this side. I'm about to fly out and go get me some. I ain't see all this money on me. I'm in the bag. Baby, OG, I've been running these streets. Got a day for the show. I'm on the Heard about the trip a when I was young, and I know I ain't going, so I keep it gun. I flew to Paris just to ask me what she begging for attention. I don't see her. I see how people pop up. Wish that you could see us. Me and Kess plus whenever I go real. I got some niggas in the street won't beat me. I got the itch. You can try to beat me. I just go rage y'all. They can't see me. I'm in the wrong draw. in peace to pop smoke <clears throat> all right for episode two they cover king von and we see um van he's interviewing his mother and godmother in the opening and um they talk about how divine he was a sweet gentle kid and then that's what they knew the sweet gentle kid then it was king von you know the streets the, the rap the drill we see his cousin Balo in there, and um, he said that uh, King Von shifted to the streets when he was at the age of twelve, and his father—that was the same year his father was killed as well—and he was just saying the politics of Chicago. We all know um, the reputation of what Chicago has become, and Chicago has pretty much always been had that reputation. Um, <clears throat> we see. Um, he lost his life um, here in Atlanta at Monaco nightclub. It's a lounge um, between a fight between him and Quando Rondo. We see the footage of the fight and the shooting. Um, we see um, the DJ who was DJ in there that night. He was talking about that night and that the feeling in the air of how they were in the club and everything that was going on. We see this was all about, or or shall I say, it, it stemmed from the beef between NBA Youngboy and, and, and Von's death. Not Von's beef. Now, like I said, I, I'm, I am a hip-hop head, and, and I do keep keep my ear to a lot of this stuff. Um, I'm not really into the drill beef. I, I don't really, really follow all of that. Um, if you guys know, I always tell you that my favorite era was the eighties era. So a lot of times on this platform, um, I talk about like the eighties drug epidemic. I talk about the hustlers from the eighties. I talk about the Haitian Jacks, the Supreme teams, the, the Alpos, you know, I, I know all about that era and that's all what happened. This platform is not trying to get off into what's going on today. I'm not trying to solve no crimes. I'm not trying to be no internet police. I'm not trying to figure out this, this, and this. Um, I, I'm going to talk about it because it's covering the show. And you guys know I, I'll support everything 50 Cent. Um, the reason I'm saying that is because the whole takeoff thing has me bothered. Just seeing all the things that I'm seeing on social media, even with the PNB Rock situation on how the internet reacted and how they get to doing their investigating. And I think what irritates me is when they get to putting all these conspiracies out there and you already have these people's families who are in mourning and, and trying to deal with this. And when you put out conspiracies and blaming some of their loved ones, do you really think that's what some of these guys would have wanted? You know, you blaming their wives, the girlfriends, and some of them actually didn't have anything to do with this, you know. And the things I've been seeing that they, it, about takeoff and then just because I was able to be at his funeral and just watching his mom and Quavo, the pain on their faces, you know, that's heartbreaking. So some of this just needs to stop. 
but that's just my way of saying like I know I cover a lot of the 80s stuff and talk about that but you guys know I don't really get off into who murdered who who murdered this like, even when I cover my Alpo documentary and talked about his life I didn't talk about all the murders you know because it's people families who are still suffering you know that they they we are talking about people who they were they were celebrities or either street legends but they had family so I like to show respect I like to carry my morals um but the whole thing with the whole drill and the NBA young boy and King Von, I really wasn't up on that, um, to be honest. And then I learned a lot from watching this show. And then just hearing little things, I might have YouTubed a couple things, but it was interesting what I did learn. But um, <clears throat> we see that that's, that's what it stemmed from, the beef between those two. Uh, we see Vic Mensa in the show, and he is from Chicago. He talks about growing up in Chicago. Um how the safest way to stay out of the streets was stay in the house if you were outside it's like you were going to get involved in it and um it shows footage of a court hearing from 2018 from a shooting that happened and King Von and Lil Dirk was involved in um we see his sister Kayla B uh, she gets interviewed by Van and she talks about their relationship and how she was there that night and she dropped a bombshell on us while she was talking to van his his mouth dropped my mouth dropped when she said when they were because uh king von wasn't the only one shot but he was the um it was him and another guy slutty who lost his life and it was multiple shootings um but she said actually that shot came from the police in the series that's what she said so they went to the crime scene and that's when she dropped a lot of intel and um, pointed where the police were standing and how they were shooting. So we see they bring in his other homeboy track and he talks about uh, he was shot as well that night. And he also backs the story of the police killing slutty as well. So, of course, um, Van looks more into that. But, of course, they don't accept the cause and they don't give him any information. So then he goes to Asian Doll and he interviews her. I don't know a lot about Asian Doll, um, but we get her side. We get her side. And if you watch the show, you see um, her name was involved a lot in that. Um, we see that Van had to end up contacting the GBI, the Georgia Bureau of Investigation, because the police didn't want to cooperate. They didn't want to have anything involved with the show. And they didn't give him any information as well, saying it was an ongoing investigation. We see Latim, who uh, did the shooting, he was released because he was released four months later on bond. Um, it's still an ongoing case, but it was, they, they considered it justified or you know because king von got out fighting so it's still ongoing it kind of reminded me of watching the footage um of the whole tupac situation and you guys know tupac is my favorite artist but when him um stumping out orlando um orlando who they call baby lane um but <laughs> just another life gone too soon uh and then you know they talk about all of the diss tracks quando rondo the dirt the rest of them just sad just sad because you have all these young talented boys and they're coming up in the game they're making a lot of money but it's like now the streets coincide with the rap and it, it's just a lot. It's been a lot of hip-hop shootings, a lot of hip-hop homicides, you know, to where they could turn this into a show. But then it's just been a lot of shootings. A couple years, uh, was that last year or the year before last when Benny the Butcher, who I love, was shot in Houston. And that was right by, um, I think it was like a month or maybe not even a full month, Boosie was shot uh, in Houston as well. Um, so just like a lot of shootings, it's getting very, very dangerous. So um, it's like now the streets are all the way into the rap game, but rest in peace to King Von. He's very, very young, very, very talented, very, very talented, very handsome, uh, pop smoke as well. 
and they, they just lost their lives. So I'm going to continue to support the show. Um, I was a few weeks behind. I do apologize. But um, after the loss of my cousin and watching my aunt suffer like that, and I, it was just a lot for me to cover this show at the time. It was very sad watching it and just seeing how it's become so normal. And it's not normal. These these are your these are these young men's lives that are that are losing. And then when they get and it's like a it's like a a ripple effect in a way and goes in a circle because a life gets took and you know somebody else is going to get took because it's you got to get the get back and then you got another family burying their loved ones and they're looking for get back and it's like a circle that goes on i mean if you think about it i want to say they said the bloods and the crips when i was watching a documentary on it how they used to be cool and back in oh, don't get me to lying it's been a while since i watched that documentary but um it was from a basketball a basketball fight at the park or something where blood got into it with a crib, one of them was killed. And then just think about it, that started a whole gang war. And look at all of the lives we lost with just bloods and crips. And I'm not, you know, not knocking them. I'm not talking about the gang poli- politics. I'm just saying, look at how many lives were lost. Those those were young black men that didn't get a chance to change their lives. And a lot of them were very young teenagers. Think about it, they would have um got a chance to do that turnaround they could have look what they they, they could have been been something you know and those are all black men lives lost so it, it's very sad so rest in peace to king von and pop smoke i did enjoy the series i thought it was very good they're not trying to solve a crime they're just trying to figure out why does this keep happening why is it so normal why is it only in hip hop you don't um hear rock stars or even r&b or country singers you know it's just dangerous and of course we know the answer to that is because like i just said the streets coincide with hip-hop now and you have people actually rapping what they're doing on their music and dissing dead people on their music you know just being disrespectful so um just rest in peace to um both of those young kings um i do want to play a song by king von as well um this is one of the i don't know a lot of king von's music i just know the stuff that i listen to when i go to the gym because when i go to the gym and do my cardio i be needing to be crumped up so i will play um one of the songs i have for him on my playlist um Even though we fight in all them cases, get them guns on stage. 
trapping and he died november 2020 so him and pop smoke death were a few months apart uh very very sad um i wanted to read you guys the back of um a saying off of takeoff's obituary um <clears throat> curse nick kari ball um born june 18th 94 November 1st, 2022. And this was a saying that they put on the back of his obituary. I put my heart in it. I'm sorry. I put my heart inside this shit because I was chose. I put my heart inside and only God knows take off. So rest in peace to take off. And I have been listening to him and Quavo's new album. Uh, I really, really like it. So I want to play a song off of it as well. I told you guys that this pod was going to be a little um lengthier and a little different because it's our 200th episode and i wanted to kind of celebrate as well to play um some music so i hope you guys are enjoying that but this is my favorite song off of their new album nephew and unk i mean unk and few hotel lobby so hard that's off of their new album um make sure you guys stream that um <clears throat> only built for infinity links <clears throat> and um 
I recommend you guys check out that Drink Champs um, interview if you haven't watched it. Shout out to Noor and um, DJ EFN. Um, And that was one of the first podcasts that I ever really got off into as far as podcasts. And I was always into the YouTube world. You guys, if you're my day one listeners, you know, I had wanted to start a Tupac YouTube channel back in 2015, um, but I didn't. Uh, too scared, but I talked about that multiple times, just didn't have the confidence in myself. So when I did make my podcast, I'm like, I've been wanting to do this. But actually, um, when I was talking to my cousin, um, <laughs> when I went home for... Um, well, anyway, check out Drink Champs interview with uh, uh, Quavo and Takeoff because you got to see so much of Takeoff's beautiful personality and just what a hip hop head he was and just what a genuine nice guy he was. So check that out. Um, but back and rest in peace to Takeoff and prayers to his family. Uh, rest in peace to all those three kings that we just talked about. But um, Drink Champs, they um. They started a lot of this hip hop podcast and shit. Of course, shout out to the uh, the pod father Joe Button. But Drink Champs, uh, I was just talking to my cousin when I went for my uh, little cousin's funeral. I was talking to his big brother, and he um, we was talking about my podcast, and he was like, "Man, you wanted to do this before podcast and even became popular." He was like, "Only when it was like just Drink Champs and it hadn't even got big yet." And I was like, "Yeah, you remember? You know, it just kind of brought tears to my eyes." So he was talking about it, and it's just like damn i'm on 200th episode today and he remembered how much i used to talk about i want to do this with the podcast world i want to do this and i want to do that and now i'm doing it and i just thank you guys for your support and i hope you guys continue to be tuning in it's just been so much going on with my book it's just so much that i have to do and I didn't realize I was going to have to do it. And I kind of began stressed at times. But, you know, I'm going to keep I'm going to keep coming. They say greatness do not come with just where it's just going to land in your, in your lap. You have to work hard for it. And that's what I'm trying to do. But I'm just one thing that I'm ready for. I'm ready to just share it with you guys and, and, and hear what you have to say and, and tell you how I came up with this cre- creativity, you know, so I just can't wait to share it with you guys. And I hope you guys did enjoy this podcast where we talked about the show, talked about Black Panther. Um, I think it was a beautiful tribute to Chadwick Boseman and rest in peace to that king. Um <sighs> When I think about Chadwick, I, I, it brings tears to my eyes because he was just so talented. And the way how people, like I said, the internet, they, they're vicious, you know, and some people just need to shut the fuck up. I remember how they bullied him when they seen him and, you know, his health was deteriorating and they didn't know what was going on. And they just get, get to bullying and you don't know what people are going through. You need to treat people nicely you never know what they're going through sometimes a smile could bring somebody up and the way how they bullied that man and didn't know he was suffering from the illness was very sad but um i enjoyed talking to you guys today i hope you guys enjoyed this pod and i do have a sleeper for you guys in my joe button style shout out to the pod father we do have many things coming i will be back on to talk about surviving el chapo because y'all know i love narcos talk that's like one of my favorite topics to talk about but um from my sleeper i do want to play my cousin rest in peace baby jew hope you guys enjoy Jordan, really put the pressure. 
trying to get those streams up that was my little cousin juju is on um on streaming services that was his song free tie uh you spell his name j-u-u-j-u and you can stream his music and all of his shit is fire all of his music is fire he's so so talented um so as always you guys know you can hit me up even if you just want to say what's up and don't have a recap request if you have any businesses or brands you want me to shout out you guys know me i show love who shows love to me i love whom loves me um and make sure you guys check out that other album pillmatic from my mentor jamil from gully tv he just dropped that that's magic just straight fire um so i'll be back on tomorrow we'll talk about surviving el chapo i hope you guys uh have a beautiful week and enjoy and be safe and protect your energy at all costs you only got one life to live live it to the fullest because tomorrow is not promised and if god blesses you with another day use it to your advantage take advantage of it the sky is the limit on that note, it's your girl Shanice, and I'm out. Hope you enjoyed the show with your girl Shanice.